With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, y'all? Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks, depending on what that drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know? How's it going? The Celtic Warrior, Seamus. Wardlow here. Soda. I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. I would love to have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Maple syrup. I would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Let's say a quick cheers to uh, Fans for Sports Network for bringing you another episode one over here. Cheers. Let's talk NXT deadline before we get into uh, all the things main roster. Deadline shows up um, without getting into what he said on it. Punk was on SmackDown, NXT, and Raw. But Punk opened up the show at deadline. Well, Shawn Michaels did. Which was so weird to begin with. As soon as the music started playing, I was like, what the hell is this? What is Sean doing? What is he doing? What the hell is this? He says three <laughs> words and then gets interrupted by Punk. Yes. And then Punk comes out. I want to know what you thought of that whole segment. So I, I have to I have to temper my not give a fucks, right? And it yeah. most of what Punk is doing, I don't care. And that's that's really just my honest. So I'm waiting for him to wow me. I'm waiting for him to pull me in. So this particular segment, I'm like, okay, well, how's this going to go? Well, you know for a fact he's never signing with uh, NXT. And my personal feelings, when he says uh, help you know, groom the next crop, I was like, fuck no, because you're not good. So that pulled me completely away. And then he said, um, fuck, what was the other thing? He said something else where I was like, uh, okay. But it, the, I'd say the final moment where he was like, you know, somewhere, you know, uh, with taking the selfie, you know, somewhere 15-year-old CM Punk or whatever, like, I, that's cool with me. I actually don't mind that at all because it, it actually felt more genuine than anything else, which it honestly may have been the, the fakest moment there. I don't know. But because they, they were in the same company before, right? Like, yes. It's not, it's not like he hasn't gotten a selfie with, with him. So, um, but he probably hasn't. That's also true because he was a dick before. I mean, not yes. that he's not a dick now. Yeah. So I do think, really, just to wrap my part up, um, mm-hmm. I, I do feel like it was incredibly gratuitous. But to WWE's, like, thank you, I guess. Um, it wasn't advertised, so it's not like they did it to get more people to watch. You know what I mean? So, like, I was I was more okay with that, and they did it in the beginning and got it out of the way. And then once he left, there was no CM Punk chance the rest of the night. There might have might have been like one or two trying to push him, but it didn't do it. So, um, I was I was actually I was okay with it. It, it, and it didn't really feel like it took that long, but it just did nothing. That was that was probably my biggest issue. It didn't do anything. 
Yeah, I felt like it did take too long because I felt like it was so pointless. And I felt for like something that was so pointless, it took way way too much time. Uh, like you said, they didn't announce it, so it was fine. It wasn't like it under-delivered from what it was advertised to be. But when you're surprising people with punk, I do expect there to be a reason or a purpose. I do think there was truth to the idea that both of them forgot what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that felt pretty real. And then yeah. it felt like they just started fucking off and wasting time. And I felt like that was incredibly unprofessional. Um, okay. From a... Um, I mean, it's egotistical. I don't know what I'm doing. I forgot what I'm doing, but I'll just fucking waste time until I feel like I'm done. Right? That's why I think the music played when it did is I think they they cut them off. That was the, the Oscar moment. Hey, play the music. Cut to one of our ads. Let's get them the fuck out of there. Uh, because they're not trying to have it anymore. And I mean, when I think about it, even just from stand-up terms, if you've gone through the material, you planned it on trying out on that open mic, then you turn over the rest of the time back to the room because there's a lot of people who have time that they need. There's a lot of people who are trying to practice something as well. And these kids are trying to do that and they all deserve their full amount of time. And if any of these matches were cut short because you were fucking around, you're an asshole, dude. You forgot what you're doing. And instead of wrapping it up in a cool way and just saying that's that, you started goofing off. But whatever. I don't well, think I got cut. Yeah, but. I'll give them a little bit more leeway. Not to cut you off, sorry. Um, I'll give them a little more leeway because it's a pay-per-view. I, I mm -hmm. agree with your point. I absolutely agree with your point. But because it's a PLE and their overruns really aren't what they used to be, I really didn't think it was, like I said, but I, I completely understand your point. It makes a lot more sense, especially on the developmental level. But it's also a PLE that's exclusive to Peacock. And I just, I have a feeling, not knowing contracts and all that stuff, they've been specifically timed ever since they made it to Peacock. Where before it was how long is this going to be and the network would go long or it wouldn't go long. Or sometimes this one was six hours, sometimes this one was four hours. They've all been like three and a half to four hours every time. So I do, I do think that part of the agreement that they have is hitting certain times. And so I still think it's possible for someone's time to get cut by five minutes you know hey okay. i'll be five minutes less right which you know i don't think it made a big impact on the show no but just seeing that made me go come on man like give the time back to the room if you have no idea what you're doing the thing that bothered me about the selfie wasn't the fact that he was doing it but that he still keeps neglecting to give us context to yeah, how he's yeah. changed, right? Just say it. Instead of being like, somewhere in the world, 15-year-old me is really excited about this. No, no, no. 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 Not somewhere in the world. Right here, right now. This CM Punk is a more mature CM Punk than I was 10 years ago, and I messed up by never asking for this moment before. I've turned down too many opportunities, yeah. and I've realized yeah. in the last several years that I've missed out on a whole lot of selfies that I can't go back and get. And I'm not going to miss this one too. That would have won me over at least a little bit being like, you know what? Maybe he has changed. He has hit a new realization, right? Yeah. But he just doesn't ever do that. He's, I think he thinks he's telling the story by his actions and not his words, but he's not an actions guy. He's a words yeah. guy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So I was thinking in a couple different terms, um, you know, like in therapy, you know, you can lay a new foundation, but you have to fix the foundation first, right? Like you can plant a new tree, but if you still got rotten soil, the tree's not going to grow, right? Like you have to. So what CM Punk is doing is he's just putting a new layer of pavement over top of gravel, right? He's not refixing the foundation. He's trying to show you, hey, look, I'm, I'm better now, I'm better now. But you're not atoning for your mistakes. You're not fixing 
what was wrong before. But at the end of the day, his core group is so much louder than us. I don't think he feels the need to apologize more than he already has. Don't apologize. Don't say I'm sorry for anything. But give me a little peek into how you've changed. Because all we know is the peaks that we've heard about you being an asshole. And you know that. And he keeps winking to that. You know, and we'll talk about those promos later. And we'll get back to CM Punk, talk about him again later. But if you're going to keep alluding to I'm a different person, give me a little something more than somewhere in this far off land is a version of myself that would have liked this. Why can't somewhere right here, right now, this yeah. version of you be happy yeah. about this? What's this somewhere out there bullshit? This isn't the American tale, Fifle. You know <laughs> what I mean? You don't sing about it, be about it. Like, it was just kind of to me a little lame that he had to like even distance himself from himself being actively different after telling us he's changed but giving us no other context just be in that moment dude be it yeah he's really what the fuck you're saying anyways he's really saying i didn't do anything wrong before i just looked at you guys wrong before so i'm gonna look at you guys better now and do the same and be the same person yeah I, i hear you and i think i think his his lack of awareness and transparency to that is what's off-putting because everything comes off disingenuous and i that's part i think i said it uh back on episode one like he doesn't provide like he's not good on the microphone you know like people think he's a great promo but it's all words no substance there is no story being told he's just talking and i believe yeah i believe i said on episode one just because you can talk great for a while doesn't mean you're a great promo I do I do hour, hour and a half podcast by myself with not a lot of interruption from my own even coughing or drinking. Doesn't mean I'm a great host. Doesn't mean I say great things. It's actually terrible things. Terrible wrestling takes at that. Mm-hmm. So those soliloquies, like I might be saying something, but I might not be. And that's what's happening with him. I just don't hear him saying something, especially, especially on NXT. It just felt yeah. like the exposure thing for sure. Uh, I'm sure you've had enough bad managers in the world and in your life because I think of it as uh, manager speak when you talk without saying anything for a long period of time because you have time to kill and you don't want to open the floor up to the to the disgruntled employees you're trying to satiate. So you suck the air out of the room. Uh, You kind of run the clock out and say, "Ah, sorry, meetings over. Uh, And that's kind of what it felt like he was doing there was that he didn't know what he was supposed to say. So he's just going to suck the air out of the room. He's just going to talk around at nothing until the time hits and then goes, Oh, wasn't that great? I didn't fumble over (laughs) any words. And you're like, but the fumbling's not the problem, right? It's the running around in circles. You didn't go for the end zone. You just kind of ran back and forth a little bit. You ran in circles, you know, Uh, hell of an athlete, huh? He can really move. Yeah. You don't do anything though. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll just say this before we move on to the next thing. I'm so sick and tired of every podcast I listen to trying to fucking convince me that CM Punk is my favorite wrestler of all time. Like you keep people keep saying we have our favorite wrestler back. This brings us back to where I even heard someone say that what made this segment so fucking great was that you're able to watch what makes the product so great is you can tell they're all having fun. Everyone's just having fun. And that makes the whole product incredible because these guys are out there having fun. Sometimes. Yes. KO and Sammy teaming together, fighting, yelling at people, holding each other back in promos, holding up those titles. That was fun. And you know that they were having fun in it, but they also didn't forget what the fuck they were doing. This was CM Punk. I don't know. I guess having fun 
but it wasn't fun for me to watch him have have fun for no reason. Right. You know, it's like watching the non-competition parts of Big Brother. Right. We mm-hmm. were just we were watching Big Brother After Dark, where it's just the ISO cam on them doing things. They weren't performing for us. And that's my problem. It's not. No, it's not dance for my dollars. Like, I'm not going to say that, but that's what the product is. Right. We're called marks because they mark a person to can that's where it came from right like they used to mark people that could get suckered into spending their money that's yeah. where the term mark is from right in carny terms so we are marks we're paying our money because you can convince us of your performance so perform it, i don't i don't care that you're having fun cuz you're not going to watch me have fun yeah you put on the show that's why the substance of promos i need that when cm punk was in AEW not wrestling well i i can't watch because you're not going to get my attention my time my money because you can't do it so that's yeah i'm with you on that like the substance has to be there i don't care how much fun you have you need to have fun while you're performing yeah exactly and and you're supposed to be there telling stories and you're not you're just wasting our time right and i came here to watch something you know i came here to watch these kids perform these new athletes uh hone their craft and not some John some Cena. I never like to be with. You know, is there is is there any time John Cena has come back and looked like he wasn't having fun? No. no is there any not. time you thought he wasn't doing his job? No. Oh yeah. Right. He kills it and he <laughs> do gets the to... job and have fun. Yeah. It's just it's crazy, and I'm tired of people trying to tell me he's my favorite wrestler. I'm he's just not. You know, there's some podcasts I've had to really fast forward through at a certain point because it's like, okay, if you're going to just sit here and talk about how amazing CM Punk is for the next 35 minutes, you're not convincing me he's doing something that he's not doing on TV. You know what I mean? Like, I'm watching the same thing and I'm getting not that same reaction. So let's just move on and quit trying to tell me why he should be my favorite wrestler and why he is yours. Is he telling any kind of good stories? You know what I mean? Is he hooking you? And, And the way he opened Deadline did not hook me at all. Producer Lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support and buy us a drink by putting the I in subscribe and reviewing our podcast. And cheers to Fans First Sports Network for keeping the dive bar lights on. I would never have a drink with